Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. That's my boo-boo I had it earlier, but I don't have it anymore. You sound like a goose. Hello, Kit Kat bars. Welcome to Sports. The podcast that ends with a question mark starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Dop. Hey. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie Dop. Ashley. Um... Never mind. That, that was it. Uh, let's try that again. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie and Ashley, and if he's actually there, Doc. Hey! Uh, it's me, Chris. I am in the midst of a couple thousand-mile road trip across the country uh, that came on in response to a bit of a quarter-life crisis. I still have a couple thousand miles more to go, so... For the future, I am calling to ask if what your healthier ways of dealing with life crises would be that don't involve this. So, okay, <laughs> thanks. Bye. Hi, Chris. <laughs> That's a great question. Are we, are we just going to ignore the never mind guy? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. okay. I think so. He tried. He decided, you know what? I feel like he was calling to ask something that he figured out between when he stopped. Or it's like he was calling to ask about like what our names were. He listed our names and was like, oh, never mind. I actually know already. Like, We'll just go past him because Chris. Chris. I talked to Chris. He's got plenty of time. So we got to fill it. Uh, Chris is having a quarter-life crisis, which, thanks, John Mayer. Bringing that. Was it him who actually yes. coined the phrase? Yes. You don't know that nope. positively, but what we're doing is the doc. <laughs> you got to say it more confidently, say, yeah, Ashley. Come on. Faster. Yeah, I'm a sorry. little fast. Just a lot of silence. With like a little bit of condescension. Yes. 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 Was- I know it for a fact. You got to double down. And then some, when somebody Googles it, just go, oh, interesting. Oh. If you find oh. out you're wrong, just say, oh, interesting. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to John Mayer, who definitely invented that phrase that makes people at 25 who start to freak out think that they're having a crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris. Your question, which was, are there healthier ways to do this? I would say, of all the ways to deal with your crisis, you picked one of the healthiest ones. Yeah. You're just kind of driving. Agreed. I'm like that. I, I clear my head when I drive. I, Ashley, <laughs> as I'm saying this, I'm realizing I've called Ashley having emotional phone calls with her on my long rides back and forth between, uh, when I, when I take a trip between New York and, uh, and Connecticut. Where I'll just be like, look, I've been thinking, and I couldn't reach you for an hour, so I got an hour's worth of thoughts. You ready? And she's like, okay. And then I just like give her all my everything. Some of it's like, and then I had a segment idea, and then another one is like, and here's why I think you're the best mother in the world. <laughs> and then another one is like, you've taught me how to love. And she, at the end of it, she's just very like, thank you for that. And then we get off the phone. Uh, so I use the car to clear my head. I think it's a great way to do it. I don't know. Uh, you were v- kind of vague about where you're going, mm-hmm. if you've got a destination, or if you're just driving in a big old circle. Like if you're driving a couple thousand miles to like buy drugs, then that is not the healthiest. You did not have a good no, option. <laughs> you should choose something different. But if you're just going for like a, hey, I've, I haven't seen enough of the world and I want to drive across the country, see America, and learn about our great nation here. Uh, cool. Yeah. You picked the right thing. I think so, too. And now when you're done with the trip, when you get home, we should talk about income. 
You're going to need to establish some of that. <laughs> Setting some new goals. Yeah, we got to have some new goals for careers, like stuff that earns you money right. instead of just drains it out of you. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, as far as quarter-life crises go, I think you're in a great spot, Chris. Good job, Chris. What did you think? It's a, job, it's did a you have any? Thing. Did you have a quarter-life crisis? I did. I did when I left the military. I was like, I've got to, yeah. I got to do a thing, man, because like my life is literally starting over. And you yeah. know what I did? What I immediately got on a plane and flew to Atlanta to go watch Manchester Orchestra play a show in their hometown. So Ooh. I, I basically did what Chris is doing. I took a <gasps> massive trip. What I would not suggest but is you took yours a lot faster. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't drive. You got in a plane. Yeah, that's true. Chris is do. He's hoofing it. No, he's, he's got doing a it the right thousand way. Thousand miles more to go. Yeah, you can't think on a plane. By the way, that new Manchester record, Chris. In case you listen to this, a black mile of the surface. Totally give it a listen. So what? good. Okay. What's happening right now? Also, he shouldn't get a tattoo. You know how many people get a tattoo when they feel like they have some kind of a that's crisis a in their life? That's a dumb idea. So bad. Don't this do is that. Like, this is not one of those permanent things where a tattoo is, you know? You can regret this, but you don't have to look at it for the rest of your life if you hate the trip. Are you saying that from personal experience? I'm not. I'm just mm-hmm. saying a lot of people do that. Okay. Oh, all of his tattoos were well thought out. <laughs> that's why I was have genuinely curious. And the gauges. The oh gauges my gosh. and the tats. <laughs> okay. I think you're doing great, Chris. I think you're going to come out the other side of it. A lot of people are confused at around 25. It's a weird, weird, weird time. You've got this. Six years ago, what year was that? 2012. Yeah. Where was I? I Crowd Goes Wild started 2013. I probably had a quarter-life crisis in 2012, too. I was like working. I, mine was like 2010, probably. Is that still, is 25 still a quarter-life crisis? I mean, I think it's a quarter of your life. I would. I mean, that's my best ish yeah. yeah ish i mean i'm not doing the math i think it's basically when you graduate from college and you have a job and okay. then you're like okay now what do i look forward yeah. to renting right. a car and you're, everything's built up to this of like i got my job and then if you're not happy at your job or you couldn't find a job and you just start to be like oh my god everyone's lapping me yeah or even if you are it just gets kind of mundane because you're like what what's on the horizon now? yeah renting a know. car you already had that that already happened right isn't like 24 i think or maybe it's 25 yeah i in Whatever. any case, yeah, it's just kind of like, now what? What am I looking forward to? 30? Who wants to look forward Ooh, to 30? yeah. What am I looking forward to right now? 40? <laughs> Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> if you want to... Yeah, I'm getting a car. Oh, boy. I'm getting in a car. Okay. I am driving. I'm going to drive to Miami. Uh, if you have a question, you want to leave of a voicemail. Right, Ash? You want to... You, you nailed that. You want to try it yourself? Leave off a voicemail. Cool. Sure. Yes. Uh, the number is 860-506-5571. 860-506-5571. Save it in your phone. Call us up. I got to get through. I got to get in the car. <laughs> I got some thinking to do. Uh, today on the podcast, I did it again, Ashley. Dot, dot, dot. Nothing. But like, also, you guys have access to this doc as well. So mm-hmm. anyone should feel free to, to jump in and add something just once in your life. Uh, today on the podcast, I'll just scroll through it. We're going to talk about the World Cup because that's what's happening. Uh, I, I came up a little bit like a this or that for the World Cup, all the, all the fun stories that surround it. Uh, the NBA awards, a bunch, there's going to be a gotta hear both sides, I think. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a fun thing with Aisha Curry's, uh, family feud. Whatever. Anyway, before we get to all that, oh, uh, quick programming note. Next week is the 4th of July. So, uh, you're not going to listen. So we're not going to talk. We're not going to have a new episode. We love you. We'll miss you. We'll just, we'll see you the next week. Uh, before we dive in, this week's show is brought to you by SeatGeek, which means it's time for me to bomb this. 
Ashley, what's this? How am I going to tell the people about SeatGeek? I have two options in my head. Oh, great. An easy one and a hard one. Oh, joy. Well, we only have one ad read this week. Ooh, which one do you want? uh, The easy... I never know, because sometimes you think they're easy and they're hard, and you think they're hard and they're... I don't trust your picker, so just give me the one you'd like me to do. Do this one like you are on a blind date. Is that the hard one or the easy one? That's the hard one. What was the easy one? Like you're casting a spell. Do the easy one. I want to hear the easy one. one's much harder. (laughs) Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing. But there's a better way to buy with SeatGeek. You'll use SeatGeek, won't you, my precious? What are you, Gollum from Lord of the Rings? Shut up, dog! I'm in the zone! <laughs> SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out with friends, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed! <laughs> There's nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Abracadabra! I forgot about the actual part about casting the spell. Uh, yeah. I was just kind of being a witch. You're just I'm, stirring the cauldron stirring over and over again. They can't see me, but I think they can feel it. I think, they can see, I think if I weren't doing that, they'd be like, I don't think she's stirring a cauldron. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier. They save you time and money, unlike other sites who are sleazier. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get the best value because they grade every ticket. You download the app, and then you should click it. Shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence you must. Don't use another website, because they'll be a bust. Hee! That sound like Yoda there. I know. The <laughs> <laughs> heavy lift. Best of all, just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code N O. L-A-N for $20 off your first Seat Geek purchase. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was that's, so uh, good. It had nothing to do with a spell. It was mostly just a... That's so good. It was mostly just a witch. Did you ever see the Dark Crystal, Katie? You sounded no. like one of the Skekskis. Skekskis. Yeah, that's how you say it. It's a hard word to say. Never saw sure, it? Yeah, you know what else a hard word to say? Okay, all right. Sriracha. <laughs> That's how you say it. It's totally normal. World Cup date. Yes. It's an update on the World Cup. Do you get it? You get it. Uh, well, how are we doing? Where are we at? Today was intense. Today was intense. Yesterday was intense, too. No, today was more intense, I say. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just decided today's more intense. <laughs> uh, Ashley, where are we at? Who's through for sure? Groups A, B, C, and D have already been decided as of right now. So that's 
Uruguay. Uruguay. Russia, Spain, Portugal, France, Denmark, Croatia, Argentina, and those groups. And yeah. then we know Belgium and England are through. They're just going to play G, for right? their G. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have to play for who's in first, who's in second. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which could be based on yellow cards. Which could be based on fair play points, which yeah, to me crazy. is bonkers. Well, it's better than it being decided by a coin flip. Which, which is what it, it will, will be if it, it ties. Yeah. 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 But so. still, that's so crazy that to me. Crazy. Cool. Yeah. Pretty wacky. So that's where we are. Uh, speaking of yellow cards and fair play red cards, uh, we're going to talk more about this specifically in a second, but the Argentina game today, mm-hmm. uh, they played Nigeria. I'm sorry, yesterday. It was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they played Nigeria. The They won. They're through. It, for a second there, really looked like they weren't going to be. Yeah. But the ref in that game, who was from Turkey, had a red whistle. That should be illegal. That's confusing. The whole time I was like, oh, I see something red in his hand. Oh, we're getting a red card. You just shouldn't be able to have that. That's what I think. That's that's a good Take feedback that, note. Soccer. Yeah, I have a lot of notes about soccer. Um. Anyway, I thought you'd have. I thought you'd Dop would argue and say that that doesn't matter. But I yeah, can't we'll see just... colors, so I just I don't know what to say. <laughs> Somebody sorry. I was watching the game with actually was like, uh, "Do you think there's any refs? Like, what do you do? What do they do if they're colorblind? How do they know which color which card to give?" I was like, well, I'm sure they would know in advance that they're colorblind and put dots on the card yeah. so they know what cards. Yeah. It's like one of those questions that sounds like, ooh, and then you immediately are like, oh, yeah, no, I guess they'd find a workaround. I think they just write Ocean ooh. Avenue on one of the other cards, and then yeah, the red one is just normal. It's a yellow card joke, Ashley. It's not uh, – I'd explain it to you, but it's not <laughs> it's worth not. it even if you get it. It is worth it. <laughs> it's not. It isn't. Go I promise. Uh, so – Today, they play the two games at the same time because, uh, I don't know if you've heard, international soccer not necessarily the most trustworthy of <laughs> sports. Not not always on the up and up. So they want to make sure no one's throwing a match or whatever, or playing like they don't care. So Argentina had to win, and I'm going to mess this up. There was a lot of, uh, Iceland could not win, or Argentina would have been eliminated. If Argentina and Nigeria tied, I believe Argentina, there was a lot of things that would have led to Argentina being out. And, of course, it worked out so that Iceland lost and Argentina won. Mm -hmm. So either way, they were through, which is good. I I have a tendency to be like, oh, man, it would have been awesome. Like, what an upset to toss them in the first round. But when I think about it, it's like, well, this may be the last time we see Messi in a World Cup. So, you know. I'm not actually upset. I just, you know, Nigeria was cool to watch. And it was a good game. It was close for quite a minute there. Both games were tied at one. And I was like, what is going to happen? Like late, late yeah. tied at one. Yeah, I think uh, I think Argentina scored like five minutes left in regulation mm-hmm. time. Still, I mean, you can't complain. The World Cup has been giving us some good soccer. It's been really intense to or watch. football. The tough thing about tweeting about it is that if you even just refer to what sport you're talking about, your mentions are going to be full of useless, like, it's actually, it's football. It's like, it's just not worth it. Like, today, normally I'd be like, basketball! When something crazy happens in a basketball game, because I'm hilarious. Um, and so today I went to be like, soccer! And then I knew people would be like, it's football! It's like, oh God, shut up. That's a good use of people's time. Shush. Just shush. I don't care what you call it. You really don't. We have another sport here called football. So it's either you want us to talk about it and we're going to call it something else or you want us to not talk about it and then we don't care about your sport. You don't want that. 
Probably not. Soccer no. fans need to just cool it. They need to just chill in general. I've met some real nice ones, and I've met some crazies. Are they the least chill fans on the planet of all the sports? Uh, I don't know. Pro- pro- to us, maybe not on the – like, from our perspective. Yeah, from an American probably. perspective, they're – they're pretty unchill. Well, because I mean, we're we have all these other sports, and we call them like the the you know international. We call it like the world champion, and it's like, well, they're not the world champion. Nobody else plays this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we're very uh, ethnocentric. I don't even know if that's the right way to use that word, but we're we're very much about like we think when somebody wins our championship, they win the whole world. And the rest of the world is like, okay, okay. Soccer is the thing you guys don't know anything about, though. So we're gonna crush you every chance we get. I get it. I'm also just like, well, it's just a word. I said soccer. Why would I call it football? That would be extra weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good chat. Uh, okay, so let's do, let's do some of the, the little extra stories that have happened around the World Cup. Yes. I've structured this as like a comparison between, you'll get it. It's really not that complicated. Uh, so our first debate, who are the better fans? Iran or Panama? Now, side note here being that Iran fans, like Iranian fans, are not allowed, like women aren't allowed to go to games. That's not what this is about. It's about these two okay. headlines. God, okay. Because <laughs> I would say that that sucks. <laughs> uh, here we go. So uh, Iranian fans tried to keep uh, Cristiano Ronaldo awake all night long by crowding outside of his hotel and playing vuvuzelas, <laughs> which are, that's still a, still thing. a thing. Still a thing. I hate that noise. Is like I'd rather listen to a didgeridoo. And I do not like it. I'm a, it's more of a didgeridoo for me, but, uh, that's how bad that friggin' noise, like, ha, just a, ha, I hate it. Uh, so anyway, basically they got under his window and played drums and made noise all night long to the point where actually he came to the window and was like, stop. So did they listen at that point? Cause he kind of gave a little like thumbs up. Like, did they actually quiet down? That was unclear to me. I don't know. I feel like it might be one of those things, like when you heckle an athlete and then they acknowledge you and you're like, just kidding, I'm a big fan. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't actually want you to punch me in my face. So maybe once Cristiano friggin' Ronaldo comes to the window yeah. and is like, please be quiet, you're like, all right, everybody, okay, pack yeah. it up. <laughs> or you just go, you, and you just keep banging on your, ha! I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh, so that's, that's uh, Oh, oh my see, goodness. Top, you gotta give a little warning if you're gonna do I, that. I didn't know, actually, I wasn't sure how loud it was. I just found Vuvuzelas in the dot, really in the library. Loud. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like in a library. And I was like, why would anyone let a Vuvuzela into a library? <laughs> Their just sole purpose is to make a lot of noise. <laughs> no. Not the I understand the confusion. I should have been more I clear bet, there. I bet. All right. Panama fans. Um, went nuts celebrating their only goal. They lost to England six to one, but it was the country's first World Cup goal. And so they celebrated insanely. Yeah. You're making that face you make when something is so sweet you want to cry about it. You look like you're crying. I'm not. Okay. You know, I might later, but. And then I saw, I mean, I saw a video of the, the, is it Panamanian? Yes. That is how you say it. The Panamaniacs. That's what they should call their fans. Uh, their, their TV commentators were crying and hugging when they saw the national anthem being played at the World Cup, which like, you know, reminds you, this is like, I know it's corny to say, it's bigger than soccer. A lot yeah. of countries have been wanting this forever and they never were a part of it. And now they're seeing their country as part of it and they're just overwhelmed with joy. And then there's the opposite of that and it's us. 
(laughs) (laughs) So there's that. So what would you say is the better fans, the ones who stay up all night trying to keep the the opponent awake or the ones who are so just thrilled to be there that they they just ball their eyes out? In general, I prefer hecklers and like rude, aggressive people trying to get an edge for their team. But See, this is what we've been trying to tell you guys. Ashley's not the nice (laughs) one. She's not. But in this case... I like when people get hurt. I'm a big fan of... uh, That sounds like a Philly sports fan. Yeah. Right? She's like, oh, I like the guys that, you know... Let's throw snowballs at Santa. Oh, right. I hate that dude. Yeah. Do you hear they have a jail in their stadium? (laughs) Dab, what do you think? Uh, I, I, hold on. I was oh, going to finish. Oh, I'm sorry. In this case, I, so sorry. I I really was moved by Panama, by okay. their fans and their commentators. I just thought it was. It does remind you that this is so much bigger than yeah. how we as Americans tend to look at it and how much it can mean to other countries. It was yeah. really powerful. Stop. I, I believe um, I am the same way. I think this is what sports is all about, is what the Panamanian fans did, is bringing a country the together. Panamaniacs, if you can. Yes, the Panamaniacs. Sorry, I meant to say Panamaniacs. on Twitter, yes. so I just need you to stay on brand yes, for me. Yes, sorry about that. This is exactly what it is that sports is supposed to be, especially for a country, is everyone coming together in this emotional release of like, how incredible is this that we were able to do this Together, Panamanians, sure. Panamaniacs, yeah. all the way. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll go with Pan. We'll give it to Panama. Yay! Because they they need it. Uh, all right. In my head, it's like totally insane. Panamaniacs. <laughs> you should never leave those things in your head. You should always let them out. Most uh, which of these is the is more unnecessary? Uh, the Argentinian moment of silence, <laughs> or. The messy chocolate statue. So, uh. What do you mean by messy? I'm getting. First of all, I'm getting there. Oh. But obviously, I mean Leo Messi, like the person. Oh. With an I at the end. (sighs) Okay. Can I unpack the bit? Sorry. So after Argentina lost 3 0 to Croatia, there was a, a. Actually, I said Argentinian last week and someone said it's Argentine. So. Oh. From here on out. Uh. An Argentmaniac, <laughs> uh, an Argentine TV show, had an actual moment of silence on air to mourn the loss. And then uh, a, a, confect- a candy store in Moscow made a life-size chocolate statue of Messi for his 31st birthday. Five people spent nearly a week crafting the sculpture. It weighs 132 pounds and will be mounted on top of a birthday cake. If you're wondering, it's not all like... Doesn't look like milk chocolate. It's different colors of chocolate. He's wearing the the jersey. He's got the so. Uh, which of those is more unnecessary? It's tough to say. Yeah, a moment of silence. It was a minute, a full, a full sixty seconds minute of it. We call that dead air. Yeah, there's to mourn your loss. They're so- all alive. Feels very <laughs> insensitive to me to be like, hmm, whole minute of silence. Just, you should spend that minute yelling at your team to get their sh** together. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I have a boss that likes to do uh, minutes of silence at the start of meetings occasionally. Ooh. And it's very hard because you make eye contact and you try not to giggle and it's really uncomfortable. So like being on air for a com- Complete minute of silence is would be so challenging. I actually feel like it'd be a lot easier than than doing it in a meeting because really? on air you're already like looking for a reason to read through your notes or like no they just stood there. Did that, you see them? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I'm like saying like in there. any other scenario. Even still, stand there, head down. That's how I yeah, would do. You, you got to just look at the floor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just think it's a weird... That is a weird decision to make. <laughs> like, uh, we're going to devote a full... Like, a minute on TV? It's a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. Uh, to just stand there silent. I think it's hilarious. It's very funny. I get it. You take soccer really seriously. But, like, what are you, what are you doing? You can talk... We literally tune in to see what you have to say yeah. about how your team managed to lose that game. Uh, and then, you know, a, a chocolate statue on top of a cake. Right. Cause so it's not 132 pounds of chocolate. chocolate. It's like, mm, in case you want dessert after, here's a cake. But also, you, this is in the middle of the World Cup. Like, you're not going to eat that Yeah, good right point. Now. Good point. Not gonna, is it hollow? It can't be if it's 132 pounds. Also... Is it weird to eat yourself? Yeah. Or like even worse, maybe have somebody else eat you? Stop. As someone uh. who has been a statue before, I feel like you should be <laughs> chiming in on this. Yeah, I don't think there's ever anything unnecessary about chocolate statues. I think 100% across we'll the take. board, I'm fully on board with them. Would uh, you eat a statue of yourself? Uh, you know what? Don't answer that. I don't think, I think you're gonna, I think your take is gonna be weird. I just want to know, like, what do you start with? Like, normally the you, gauges. you bite the. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's had enough today. He has had enough of your antics. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, my brain obviously goes to the most inappropriate answer. Like, well, especially head, if it's mounted. Right? You're the if head. It's mount- yeah, sure. If it's mounted on a cake, go with what's at eye level. The kneecaps. Take a, make it a photo op. Yep. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could eat myself. It'd be really weird. Or to see that people are breaking off pieces of your face. Yeah. So you're missing a nose like me right now because I got a really bad sunburn and my entire nose has peeled off. You're <laughs> not lying. Really not great. <laughs> it's really, really not great. At least I get to be on TV tomorrow. So, or Thursday. Hey, I'm going to be on Highly Questionable. I always forget to tell people. Oh, that's that smart. I'm going. So that was me. this is me in the middle of the podcast. Letting people know I'm going to be there on Thursday and Friday. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, more unnecessary goes to the moment of silence, I think. Yep. Because chocolate's still chocolate. Right. Yeah. What are you doing with a moment of no one talking? Don't know. All right. Which, who's less committed? The Spain team, I'm really dropping the ball here. <laughs> the Spanish team or Jess, the fan from England? So now... Here are your stories. The Spanish team has admitted they can't watch most of the other World Cup games because it interferes with their siesta time. And Dop, what does siesta mean? It means they take a nap. No, it's a party. Oh, dang it. I always get those two wrong. No, oh, it's a nap. You have you. <laughs> Uh So they're taking naps. So they, they said uh, they watch as many games as they can. The first coincides with our siesta hour. So obviously they're not skipping that. And the second with their training. So they only get to see the third because it happens during dinner. And then this England fan, Jess, let me know if I get any of this wrong. Uh, when they played Panama, this girl tweeted that if John Stone scored, she would get a tattoo of him. He's a defender. Uh, he also plays for Man City? Yes. Yeah. Um, so he scores not once, but twice. So he had, I guess, known about her tweet saying she was going to get a tattoo of him. So uh, he recorded a message for her after the game, and he said, unlucky, Jess, but thanks for your support. As in, like, let's see the tattoo. <laughs> uh, Jess then was like, pulled the old, well, I don't have the money to pay for a tattoo. I need donations. Uh, and then Kyle Walker, 
teammate of Stones in both country and what do you say? In both country town and, and is it country or it's country county. and club, club and country. There it is. It would come to me eventually. Two diff- my two favorite types of music in club and country. Uh, Kyle Walker said he would pay for it. He's like, I get it, but I'm, I got it. <laughs> I will pay for your tattoo. Then just deleted her account. Yikes. Huh? Yikes. I haven't checked for an update. I wonder if anyone has located Jess. That- you say you're going to do something. You got the world to pay attention. The guy himself was like, uh-huh. Why wouldn't you just, at that point, it's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I, I cannot believe that she did that. I No, I literally can't believe it. I can't work through the logic of like, why would you tweet that when mm-hmm. it's not that far out of the realm of possibility that he scores, especially given that he mm-hmm. got two. She should have to get two tattoos. I, why would you tweet it? And then why would you, when exactly what you would have hoped, like the best case scenario is that the world's going to amplify your tweet and you're going to go viral, right? Like why, what else would you be tweeting that for? You did mm-hmm. in the sense of, I know I said go viral and I hate that phrase, but like the club, like the guy found it, he addressed you by name. And then you're like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a hide now. So I actually just remembered something as you were telling that story. What? Uh, I, too, backed out of something <gasps> on Twitter I said no! I was going to do. Wow. I totally forgot until just now. Wow. What happened? Many years ago, um, when Twitter was first starting, and I had like three followers, so it didn't matter. And now she's up to five. Now I'm up to like seven. Excuse oh, sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, the Eagles were playing the Giants, and it was, I tweeted, if Deshaun Jackson returns this, punt for a touchdown oh, and going God. streaking in the snow because oh, it was like that amazing miracle in the Meadowlands mm-hmm. you know whatever mm-hmm. and then he did naturally mm, and naturally. like four people were like okay da 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 it's creepy yeah which is a little different well yeah it is a little different because you're first of all you could just go I just did it how exhilarating you weren't ever going to post a video of it anyway right right uh Whereas, you know, Jess could probably say, well, I got it and never show a picture, but people would find her and be like, show me a picture. But you weren't going to video you streaking because you would have had to show the world yourself naked. And like going streaking is scary enough because a couple people might see you naked. Imagine sharing it on Twitter. That'd be stupid. So, Ashley, you're completely off the hook. Yes. Completely. Thank you. Totally agree. Um, Thanks, Top. Yep. As a as a as a fellow streaker, it is scary. Wait, what? I think I don't, the I reason why that happens, Katie, is because sometimes people say stuff they don't mean on. Hold on. Did you, did you say a fellow streaker? Have you gone streaking? Go ahead. The reason why it happens, I don't just, he was right. Let's move on. The reason why it happens is because sometimes people think that they can say whatever they want on social media and it doesn't actually carry any weight. It feels like he's going somewhere with this that's going to come back to bite me in the ass. No, 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 no. It has has nothing to do with you. It's just saying like people think like, oh, I can say whatever I want and then it's not a big deal. If I were Jess, this is a huge opportunity for you to capitalize like you just said on a tweet that went viral and then I get the tattoo and then everyone knows me and then I try to turn this into like something that can like help my life. Chances are you're not gonna do the steps three and four of everything you were just saying. You're right, but why not try? the guy that you like or whatever, I assume she's like a Man City fan or an England fan. Like you... So you get a small one. You never said the dimensions. You never said it would be his face. Did you say it would be his face? I think she said a tattoo of him. Just get, just, you it'd know. It would be just a jersey with the number on it. Yeah, it 
it could be his name in like a pretty script that you like in a place no one's ever going to see. And then when somebody sees it and goes, what is that? You go, funny story. And then you got a good story. What are you doing, Jess? Delete your account? I've been trying to get Darren Ravel to do that for years. <laughs> All I had to do was get him to lose a bet. So I'm saying she's less committed because you know what? A nap taking precedent. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay, and then the last one. These are not both soccer related, but I just couldn't pass over it. Better middle finger. Uh, Maradona versus Nigeria. <laughs> he double flipped the bird to fans on Tuesday. Or Bill Russell to Charles Barkley at the NBA Awards on Monday. Yes. Now, uh, if we're going by actual like mechanics of the middle finger, Maradona wins. Yeah. Because uh, Maradona. It's Maradona. Di- Is it Donna? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Just say Diego Maradona. Yeah, Maradona. <laughs> Diego Maradona from Uruguay. Uruguay. Just if only he was. Uh, because Bill Russell's was a little, um, I mean, it's actually more badass because you're not like going out of your way to make sure people know. He sort of just like tossed it up as if he tosses that up all the time of like, and a f you. <laughs> um, but if we're going for like, person who definitely should not have done it and that's why it's even better we have to go with bill russell he was on live tv oh Oh, yeah oh i thought you were gonna say like the intent behind it like bill russell is more just like casual he's my friend flip you off like you would like all the time yeah whereas like diego he had some real venom there (laughs) uh yeah but he didn't know he was on camera so he was doing that to a fan like i mean this uh, and they had to cut away really quickly. <laughs> Whereas, like, Bill Russell um, had to, like, afterwards, he probably didn't have to apologize. But he was like, sorry, everyone. Forgot it was live TV and can't help myself. Whenever I see Charles, it's just pure instinct. It's amazing. It's adorable. Um, yeah, I guess I'd say, I don't know. I just do. I love when things on live TV go weird. Especially when it's, you know, not in an uncomfortable way. It's just like a, yeah. he flipped off Charles Barkley. And you could tell he does that a lot. Yeah. And I think that was really cathartic. I would vote for Bill Russell, just because it's a fun one. Because you don't want to say Maradona again? Diego. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dop, it doesn't really matter. Just pick just pick Bill Russell. I I was this I was gonna pick Bill Russell. I like the okay, smile. No, I'm just gonna say, he, he just had a it was like when yeah. he did it, it was just such a, like a cute little like, you know. So mischievous. It really was. Uh what a great segue into our next topic, the NBA Awards, which happened. Um we don't have to talk much about this because you're probably going to get most of this from all your other sports content. We're here to talk about the things nobody else talking about. So we'll fly through this. Obviously, I just would like to talk about Dwayne Casey winning coach of the year when he didn't even win coach of the Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> I am not uh, impartial. And so I am. Um, it just felt I know we don't take the postseason into account. And I know it must be hard to remove all that from your mind when you're going into. the. And I know that they finished the one seed in the East. And I know that he they got the most wins their team has ever gotten. But I feel like if it's not enough for the team to keep you, it, I don't think it's enough to be coach of the year. If he was the best coach of the year, you don't fire him. That's that's not necessarily true because that's taking into account whether or not that front office is a good front office or not. You're right. That's fair. Uh, but, I mean, he got swept. That's true. Second year in a row? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, you, it's not – I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, man, Brad Stevens – 
I honestly think if if uh, if Gordon Hayward went down later in the season, that Brad Stevens would have won uh, Coach of the Year. But Brad Stevens didn't even finish second. Quinn Snyder did. Oh, I didn't even see that. So I looked up a graph. Yeah. The, did you? I did. I wrote down all the numbers of votes and stuff. Top, are you hearing all this? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Quinn Snyder, Do you know what coach, a graph is? Coach of the Utah Jazz, obviously. Of course. <laughs> uh, got the fifth seed in the West with zero All-Stars on his team. I mean... So in terms of total points in voting, Casey got 292, Quinn Snyder got 217, and Brad Stevens got 203. What the hell?! <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm being genuine. I think people forget. They don't forget. Oh, my God. I just did it again. Wow. Holy shit. Am I becoming what I hate? I think I am. Oh, jeez. my God. Should we take a drive somewhere? I so. I got to get in the car. <laughs> I'm going to wrap this up quick so we can get in the car. Uh, I think Gordon Hayward was, that was game one for the Celtics. And it was shocking and horrifying and he went down and oh my god what's going to happen but the entire season happened between then and now and so had he gone down a little bit later i think people would look at it like wow they had it and then they they lost it we never really had it Mm -hmm. and so when when people say things like oh well he lost Kyrie, and still look how well they did he also lost Gordon. Like, and sure, we didn't know if he was going to be great for our team or not until we didn't actually get to see him grow in the system. But imagine if he'd been great on the team. Even three weeks into the season, he goes down. I think people would be like, wow, two devastating losses. And they still... But I, no, he I came do, in third. I do think people forget. I think so as well. I think they, I think they forget. forget. People agree that he had an amazing season and that he's an incredible coach. Yeah, and I did know. great things. So what happened here? He just wasn't as good as the other two. I don't agree. I'm sure you're not biased at all. I'm not. Another thing that happened at the NBA Awards, Victor Oladipo got most improved player, which he totally deserved. But he also stood up and sang in front of all those people, and he crushed it. And I just want to say, I get overwhelmed when people who are really, really good, like next level good, best in the country good at something, um, and then they're also really good at something else unrelated. It freaks me out. Mm Mm-hmm. When I found out Gerard Butler was the phantom in the Phantom of the Opera and sang all that music himself, the guy who played King Leonidas yes, yes, can yes. sing. But acting, singing, dancing. And those he's are also all kind a lawyer. Of seen as the, that's the, that's the thing. Or like, um, or like Marquette King or Marquette King. We still don't know. <laughs> um, he can like play piano. He taught himself how to play piano and he can sing and he's a great punter and like, or in one of the games today, one of the World Cup games, someone scored a goal and then did a backflip and nail, like stuck the landing. How can you do? How are you that? Also, what are you doing? What if you fall? What if you hurt yourself? It's really scary. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, go, go, you people that can do two unrelated things really well and not get nervous. Victor Oladipo wasn't even like, oh, I, I can sing, sure, but I don't want to sing here. He stood up, took the mic, just went. Good for you, Victor Oladipo. Proud of you. Anyone else care about anything else about the NBA awards before we move on? No. Not really. Good guys, that's good. Strong. I mean, you asked a question. It was just I, just I don't. I don't. Yeah, just wondering if you cared. Yeah, that's all. We can move on to the next thing, which is this story that the NFL won't let Laurent Duvernay Tardif from the Chiefs. Oh, Tar Chiefs. <laughs> When my brain finds a pun, I can't help it. It stops, it hits the brakes, and goes, ooh, shiny. 
Anyway, they're not going to let him uh, put MD on the back of his jersey. He just graduated from medical school. Very interesting story. If you don't know about him, look it up. A lot of people have done like profiles on them, on him. Um, people are allowed to have junior, senior, the third, but he can't have MD. Uh, and hmm. I was curious to know what you guys think of this story. Yeah, I, you know what? I actually, uh, I could, I kind of see both sides. Do you want oh to do God. a guy here both sides? Did you just pretend to stumble upon a segment that you wanted to do? No, Katie. I didn't even. He went, oh, did you hear the little, oh, it I was my brain. Both si- oh, my, my brain stopped and I realized oh, what it? it was saying as I was, was saying it. Are our brains simil- similar, Dop? Is that what you're saying? I think Is they're it? simpatico, Katie. Yeah. Mm, and how okay. scared are you right now? Do you want to do. About what? About how close our brains are. Oh, I'm frankly, horrified. I think this would be a really challenging guy to hear both sides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can do it. Can you? Because to me, this is very one-sided. I'd love to hear you try that's, to do the other one. That's the beauty of got to hear both sides. It's then like, you got to. You got to. You got to. forget. You, and you got to. <laughs> you got to. Um, I will say, Doc, I got a note on Twitter from a listener that said you were a little fast and loose with the bell. Yeah. Um, that's fair. I'm going to do better this time. No, no. It's, it, I said I think he did really well for his first time. I actually, it's a hard thing to do, to know, like, because sometimes I'm vamping, hoping you'll hit it. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not done making my point. So it's a tough thing to pick up on. But I would say, uh, since this one's going to be near impossible, <laughs> just do what you think feels right. Okay. Um, I think it'll help that your brains are so sympathetic. I agree. <laughs> You'd think, right? You'd think, it's right? It's got to help. It's got to help point. at some point. Yeah. At some point, it's got to start helping. So I guess the the declarative statement that we will I will argue for and against is that the NFL should let Laurent Duvernay Tardif put. Um, MD on the back of his jersey, right? Yes. Okay, so we will start right now. Of course the NFL should let him, I'm not going to say his name a million times because he's going to ring the bell in the middle of it, put uh, MD on the back of his jersey. It's an amazing accomplishment to be both an NFL player and graduate medical school, kind of like I just said in the last segment. He's good, amazingly good, at two very unrelated things, and what an amazing accomplishment. That has nothing to do with football, so why do you need to have it on your jersey? You have earned this degree. You've got MD on your name. You can put it on everything you want for the rest of your life, but what does it have to What is it adding to the back of your jersey? It doesn't belong there. Who cares if you're a doctor? This is football, and we need doctors the nfl has a problem with the concussion protocol they are constantly in this pr nightmare of like do their doctors really know or care what's going on with the players or are they more concerned with getting them back out in the field and making sure you get the best product for the viewers and so why wouldn't they take this easy w of like look we got a doctor and do everything they can to keep keep that out of sports stick to sports dude like it's it's not about you. Ocho Cinco wanted to have his name Ocho Cinco on the back of his jersey and he had to legally go and change his name to Ocho Cinco. So if you'd like to add MD legally to the end of your name, you're welcome to do so. But you don't just get to be like, oh, I'm just going to put letters at the end of my name because that's a slippery slope. You know, people could put, but it isn't a slippery slope at all, you idiot who I'm arguing with. Um, because like I was saying when I was interrupted, it's like, it's such an easy win. The NFL is constantly dropping the ball, no pun intended, over these PR things. And like, 
suspensions and punishments and how they handle their players. And this guy was like, look, I got this amazing accomplishment and I would really like to show the world to show kids, which the NFL is always invoking children. Now the time he's like, I'd like to show kids you can do both. You can be smart, you can go to medical school, and you can also play in the NFL. And the NFL's like, yeah, mm, that's going to be really tough. So I don't think we're going to allow you to do that. It's such an easy win. There it is. <laughs> um, but you know what's a, another easy Dude, you already have a hyphenated last name. <laughs> You're already Duvernay Tardif. You know how many letters that is? I don't. But it just count them with a hyphen in the middle. There's no room for MD. We're going to have to do M period, D period. I was it. That was, I'm done. <laughs> that was good. That was good. They should just let him do it. It is a good point, though, because Ocho Cinco did legally have to change his name. I, rem- I When you said yeah, that. But I think legally MD is part of your, or doctor is part of your name. Like when you address somebody who's a doctor, it's like, you know doctor whatever and what is it you know like when you do mr and mrs yeah but when it's a doctor it's like yeah, mrs doctor you're signing that like if you if you change your name you're signing that like it, it it becomes a name with a sheet of paper do you do that when you become a doc- i don't know yeah but so look, I, I guess what the nfl this would have been an argument to think of earlier but what the nfl is kind of saying then is if you want to change your name to md They'll put that on your jersey, even if you don't have a medical degree, right. even if you're not a doctor. Right. And somebody who put in the work and went through all of it can't get that on the back of his jersey because he's proud of it. Doesn't make any sense. It's these little easy wins. It seems like the NFL overthinks almost the like, well, if we let him do this, what are we going to get like forced to do? And it's like nothing, you psychopath. They're not a bunch of children like they're they're. He's asking for something pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Stop treating them like if, oh, well, if we give you that, then we're going to have to let that man write that his name is Funky Pants on the back of his jersey. And this ain't the XFL. Like, get over yourself. Let the guy put MD on his jersey. Pull the players if you want to. Or the players union. Oh, that's a good idea. And they could be like, look, no one's going to have any retaliatory action or whatever. And if everybody who wanted to be a doctor and becomes a doctor in the future while playing in the NFL, wants to then get MD on the back of their jersey, okay, go yeah. for it. Yeah, I think that's a great look, especially for a league with problems with doctors. You could be like, you think the concussions are dangerous? We got a doctor playing in the league. Like, that's some shady shit they could do. Although, like with your Hippocratic Oath, Mm. Now we're getting deep. (laughs) I missed a side. I've got to hear it. It's your job to help anyone, you know, who needs help. Is that what's in the oath? I forget. I took it a while ago. (laughs) Isn't it do no harm? Or is that some, that's a journalist's oath. Uh, Um, Sorry. So that's why when they ask, like, if you're on a plane and someone's injured, like, do you have any doctors? Like, you have to say if you're a doctor on Mm. a plane. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty, like, if someone, if, like, you can lay somebody out. I think there are (laughs) other doctors there. Well, I, I know, but like, it's just an interesting. Oh, you're take saying like it. you shouldn't hit anybody. Yeah, if like you're you, a can't, if a guy's coming across the middle, like yeah, got to let can't. him go. Yeah, sorry, sorry, my like, oath. I could have, you know, my oath. Uh, all right, other favorite story of the week. Yes, Aisha Curry. Woo! Put up 194 points during Fast Money on Celebrity Family Feud. Now, for those of you who don't know, Fast Money is the thing at the end of Family Feud where one family has one, and then they take two members from the family. One stands with Steve Harvey, and one goes and hides in a room with headphones on, I assume, and blindfolds and soundproof. And then the first person is asked, um, 
you know, they, we polled however many – Five questions. No, how many people? hundred people. A hundred. A hundred people uh, about these five questions and, and give me your answer. And then you get points based off of how many people in the poll chose your answer. The goal is for the two – and then you're uh, – sorry, the other person comes back out and is asked the same five questions, but they get five extra seconds because they're not allowed to pick the same answer you picked. And then they add up your point totals and the goal is to hit 200. Okay? Aisha Kari went first. And she put up 194. Unprecedented. Which means all Steph had to do was get six. Unreal. Six. Steve Harvey two was like, threes. that's two shots. Yeah. Oh, you that's why. Oh, really? Yeah. See here. So this kind of brings up the point. I haven't watched it. Here's why. I fucking love Family Feud. <laughs> I love Family Feud so much. I'm intimately familiar with what uh, things you need to do to qualify, like who counts as family and who doesn't, because I have planned to apply. I know they film in Georgia. Uh, I, I want to go. I spent a Christmas party that my family does every year. One year I spent it like making our own family feud so that we could play because I love family feud. I'm kind of good at it. Now, as I say that, I'm realizing that I'm setting myself up for failure here, but I didn't watch the clip because I wanted, um, I wanted Ashley to give me the questions that Aisha got and I'll see if I also get, cause did she get all number one answers? She was, she missed one, but Steph got it. When okay, he did the and she missed one. it by a lot of she points. She missed it by one point. Okay, so she she basically essentially got, got all the number one, one. Yeah. answers. Now we don't have the answers that aren't the number ones, mm-hmm. and so we won't know what my score is or anything. I just want to see if you can do it. Uh, because I also think that when you're watching it, you're like, "That's easy. What a dumb answer." But when there's time on a clock, and you've got to come up with something, I freeze. I don't know if all people do. Some people are very chill under pressure. I freeze. Have you ever watched um Billy on the Street? Yes. <laughs> yes. There is one, I don't know, a part of an episode where he runs up to people on the street and says, ma'am, for a dollar, name a woman. And he puts a microphone and a camera in their face. And everybody, everybody is like, uh, uh, um, oh, my God, a woman, a woman, a woman. And he's just going, any woman. Name any woman. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, uh, freaking out. They could have said their mom's name. They could have just said Sarah. They could, <laughs> they could have said, uh, Barbara Streisand. Any woman. And no one, everyone just panics. Cause there's a camera, there's a microphone, and your brain goes, you don't know this. You don't know a woman. You've never even, what is a woman? Like your brain is like talking shit to you. So, I, I've always said I thought I'd be really good at Family Feud. So we're going to try this, and we're going to see. We're going to basically prove me wrong, because I doubt I'll do it. But I, I don't know. We'll see. So how many seconds did she get? 20 seconds on the clock, but the clock starts after I finish reading the first, the first question. question. So do you have a clock on your phone? Um, I do. I was going to have to do it. Okay, cool. So do you, you heard what she said, 20 seconds? Yes. After uh, she starts stops the first question? Yep. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Put 20 seconds on the clock. Name something you wish improved your memory every time you drank it. Alcohol. Tell me what age a woman might say is the perfect age to get married. 25. Name the same old gift husband gives their wives year after year. Jewelry. Name something children write with. A pencil. Name a way that Bigfoot's feet might be different from yours. Bigger. 
That was that final button. Yeah, you had 16 seconds, so you had four seconds left over. Oh, man. Good job. Did I get extra okay. points? You said alcohol? Do you want me crayon. to- Crayon. Crayon was probably something the child writes with. Okay, do you want me to play Aisha's answer so that you can hear how you did in comparison to her? Uh, can we do that? Uh, we're gonna, we're, I'm going to do it. I don't know if okay. I can. Hell yeah. Going rogue. <laughs> Name something you wish improved your memory every time you drank it. Water. Tell me what age a woman might say is the perfect age to get married. 25. Name the same old gift husbands buy their wives year after year. Flowers. Name something children write with. Crayons. Name a way that Bigfoot's feet might be different from yours. Huge. Wow. (laughs) So I got bigger. I got, uh, so water is now in uh, retrospect logical. Because <laughs> you drink more water than alcohol. Some people. Some people me. do that. <laughs> uh, I went with what I drink the most of, and that's alcohol. Uh, crayon, I knew as soon as I said it. I'm like, they don't really write with pencils as much as crayons. Flowers you don't buy year after year. Yeah, they just like every year they get every the Every year gift. you get someone like a gift, and it's jewelry. Flowers are like a, oh, I got you this. What was the one that wasn't the number one answer for her? 25. What's the real number one answer? 30. Damn, so I actually didn't get 30? <laughs> Women say 30 is the perfect age to get married. Really? That's funny because the woman who was asked said 25 and Steph said 30. <laughs> Steph also said milk for something you drink. Steph! Stop well, that's because he's trying Stop to help it. out Clay. Clay's got that chocolate milk sponsorship. <laughs> got to keep that chocolate milk money coming in. I do think you would have done really well, though. It would have been okay. What... What did Steph say for something that makes your feet different from from Bigfoot's? Uh, Harrier. Oh, that's fair. That's a good. It's probably yeah. the number two answer. Yeah, I think I think you probably got because I think he changed it. I don't remember exactly. Jewelry. I think he changed it to jewelry, and I think he said pencil. I think I don't mm, remember. Milk, Steph. What are you doing? All right, so I went, I didn't do as well as I thought, but I think I did okay. I, I may have still well. with a good partner like Ashley. Yeah. Um, I would have been, we would have been able to lock it up. We just need to marry into each other's family. Okay. One of us does. So you've already been married. I have. So yeah. I just, do have a brother or I, sister unmarried. Now they're both taken. Damn. Okay. What about? So, what? Nothing. Your dad. That's what I was going to say. Single. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> single. Okay. I need to, I'll think about it on my drive. <laughs> I'm going to think long and hard about that and see if it's worth it. I'm not, I'm not ready to rule it out. Because Ashley and I as a team on family, we've watched a lot of Family Feud together. It's embarrassing. At your house and we just are yelling at the, and Steve is like, I'm trying to talk to you guys about other things and we're like, shut up! Does it look like we give a sh? I pulled everyone in this room to ask if they gave a sh. Number one answers on the board. No. No. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. All right, uh, it's time for the totally unrelated story of the day. Dop, what do you got? And this is a story unrelated to sports, and that's why we gave it to Dop, because usually he comes with these hot fire random things. I don't know where he finds them. What do we got this week? So there is a new security guarded mural in L.A. that only allows influencers and verifieds to take pictures in front of it. Influencers and verifieds, by the way, is like, I hate that those are descriptors of people. Like... Are you an influencer? No. Are you a verified? No. Well, then you can't. Like, ew, ew. It's like, are you a plebeian? Are you a serf? Are you a... Mm. It's gross. What's wrong? Why are you making a I'm just a trying face? to determine, like, what level of following you need to be an influencer. So I think it was 20,000 followers only. Over 20,000 oh, followers. So both you and Dop are good. And, or, and, or, Dop, 
verified. verified. So if you get a blue check mark, mm. yeah. I don't know if it's and I don't know if it's check mark plus over twenty thousand or check mark or over twenty thousand. Either way, douchey is f- <laughs> also important to note. Ugly ass mural. <laughs> it's really not cute. I don't know. There's really this is like one of those stories that comes out and you're like, oh, this. Thank God for this story because now we can all just hate. Just let your hate out. Let the rage flow through you because what a dump. There's a security guard standing in front of a mural and a sign that says if you are not an influencer or verified, you cannot take a photo here. Sorry, but we may make it public one day. But the, the company, what? The guy who took the photo in front of it as a part of this is wearing a Daryl Waltrip t-shirt, <laughs> which is, I think is, is incredible. So is this sports? It yeah. might be. Feels like sports now. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's supposed to be completely unrelated, but that's okay, Doc. Sorry. Uh, the company that did this is called Like and Subscribe. Their Twitter is at Like and Sub. And when this story broke, they had 94 Twitter followers and 38 Instagram followers. So they couldn't even take a picture in front of their own dumbass mural. Yeah, but what do they have now? If They've we're got talking 10, about 10,000 Twitter followers. They still can't. Still can't. You're gonna have to wait in line. Do they have that check? We're at capacity. We're at capacity. I don't think they do. Anyway, uh, okay. Now before we go, we got a couple more quick things, and uh, this one is again not well thought out. But welcome to the podcast. A uh, couple stories we didn't really get to that I just want to shout out the people associated with them. All right. We used to do this on Garbage Time. I know other shows do it, so we'll come up with a clever name for it and change it a little. But for this week, calling it shout outs. So. Shout out to Sue Bird and Megan Rapino, who both are dope, and they're dating, and they're naked on the cover of this year's ESPN The Body Issue, and they're the first same-sex couple to do so. That story is all around dope. I could never get naked in a magazine, even a classy one like this. And I'll be honest, I don't always look at The Body Issue. You should. You should buy it many copies and tweet at Connor Shell about it. You know, he deleted his Twitter. Really? I want to think, I'm sure there's a reason, but I really want to think it's because he got inundated with tweets from our fans. Uh, I don't know. It's just like weird. Just, I don't need to see them all naked. It's very impressive. I get it, but I don't need it. I have my own body issues. You know what I'm saying? Hey-o! Uh, shout out to Sonic the Hedgehog, who turns 27 this week. Yes. Wow. Which, fuck. <laughs> We're old. Um... Little known facts about him. He was initially codenamed Mr. Needle Mouse. I'm glad we changed the name. <gasps> I'm not. Uh, really? That's Mr. Awesome. Needle Mouse? Mr. Needle Mouse? I love that. And little trivia for the two of you. Um, his, he was, uh, influenced heavily by a musician. Which musician was it? Dead Mouse. Sonic? Okay. Wait. Sonic is the name of the person. No, the, that was my question. The yes. hedgehog was, yes. Hedgehog. And you said Dead Mouse? I said dead mouse, but then I immediately realized that was yeah. that was a bad decision. Uh, David Bowie, Bruce Springsteen. Good guesses, but you're both wrong. Uh, it was Michael Jackson. Oh. His boots were inspired by Michael Jackson's boots, and then they used the color red because of Santa Claus, which, huh? And then the contrast of those colors on Bad, his album cover. Oh, no way! Also, his personality. Here's another trivia question: His personality was based on. Uh, a president of the United States. Which one? Abraham Lincoln. Jimmy Carter. What? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln? I didn't play Sonic. Did he do some really impressive stuff? Yeah. Okay, well, then Abe. No. Is he real honest? Uh, tall? Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little more current. A little less impressive. But he was playful or something. I don't know. This got weird. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Brazilian reporter 
uh, Julia, it might be Yulia, and I'm going to butcher this, Yumara Ace, who called out a fan who tried to kiss her while she was doing a report from the World Cup. Uh, this happens a lot to men and women, and I'd just like to say, cut the sh- Uh It happened to me once, outside of a bar. Um, it was Germany was playing someone. I was eating a pretzel. And then afterwards, I had to go outside the bar in Manhattan and give my report for Fox. And uh, a guy kissed me. A, a bunch of fans behind me. And a guy grabbed my face and kissed me. And it's a weird moment because you want to be like, no. But your brain, like we were kind of saying, when you're on camera, you're like, not. You're so shocked that it's happening. But you're also like, you don't want to be. It's scary because you didn't ask for it. And then the world's going to judge you based on how you react. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just was like, oh, we're very excited and like threw out of it. And then afterwards was like, get away. Like it was scary. So this woman, look the video up. Uh, she's just, she crushes it. He grabs her and kisses her and she's like, no, don't do this. I did not say you could do this. Never do that. And you hear the guy going, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she's like, never. Do you understand? I need to be clear. Never do this. It's not okay. And I watched it and was like, yes! <laughs> yes! Because to have the presence of mind to do that, it was just awesome. Don't do that, guys. You're excited. That's awesome. Don't uh, kiss people you don't know, especially when they're working. They're trying to do something. Don't fucking kiss them. It's annoying. Shout out to Tom Brady, who's ranked number one on the NFL Top 100 Players list again. Yay. Ever heard of him? No. Uh, Dop, since you're our football guy. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you could name the other nine off the top of your head. Just a guess. Uh, You've got nine guesses, and then I'll tell you which ones were right. All right. Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, Michael Kendricks, um, Zach Ertz, Trey Burton. I appreciate you Jason Trey Kelsey. Burton He's just naming the I'm, I'm only naming Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles because they beat the uh, – the, let me see. For real, though. I get your bit. It's a funny bit. Thanks. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Wait, are we starting over? Yeah, this is real. Yeah, I'm real I'll do real fast. Le'Veon Got Bell, uh, Antonio Brown, Bobby Wagner, Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald, and Khalil Mack. Okay, so you got three wrong. That's actually you better missed, than I thought I would you do. You missed more than three, so you didn't guess nine. Oh, and uh, David Johnson. Okay, so you got four wrong. Um, you said David Johnson. That's incorrect. Khalil Mack is incorrect. Hopkins is incorrect, and Bobby Wagner is incorrect. What's funny is that your bit about the Eagles. Stop it. Carson Wentz is on it. Yeah. No way. He's number three. Woo! So when you started your list with that, I was like, that's the one I thought was insane. He might crush this. Uh, and then you didn't. Um, <laughs> but you got Antonio Brown. You missed Julio Jones. Ugh, was number four. Such an overrated wide receiver. Keep Le- going. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was five. Todd Gurley was six. Aaron Donald was seven. You got all those. Number eight was Drew Brees. You missed that. Number nine is Von Miller. Oh, Bond and number yeah. ten was Aaron Rodgers, who you got. So you did all right. That's not terrible. You jumped up. You Thanks. Did all right. How funny that Carson Wentz is number three. That's yes. too high. That's too high. Number three. Yes. That's insane. It should have been the MVP. Last it should year. have been Nick Foles. <laughs> could have. He could have been number four. 
And lastly, shout out to 23-year-old tennis player Nick Kurgios, who was fined 15,000 euro for unsportsmanlike conduct after making a lewd gesture with his water bottle. Ashley, could you describe the, les- the gesture for our listeners? Uh, he was shaking it a little bit, um, but like kind of low. Towards I don't get it. I need more of a lap. visual. So it was- and then like some of the, the water uh, squirted out. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh. I, I did this because I thought you'd hate it. And what I've learned is I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, go look it up. Good. Let's let you talk more. What's our Bachelorette update? It's time for a Bachelorette update. doodle doo Hi, I'm Ashley Brabant here with your Bachelorette update. Big- Hi. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> Big news for Colton, who got a one-on-one in Las Vegas. Ooh. And they did something super Las Vegas-y, which was ride, ride camels. Oh. It was horribly what? awkward. Yeah, there was a hot tub in the desert. They're like near chain link fences. Did they play my humps? Should have. Mm. Would have been more entertaining. Didn't. Uh, the rest of the group went to Wayne Newton's house to sure. write song lyrics for Becca what? again. Again? They've done that already. Like two weeks ago. Is she a songwriter? It was very weird. It's almost like they're not even considering her in these challenges they're Maybe choosing. Maybe she said she liked like sports and music, and they're like all in on those things. Yeah. Is riding a camel a sport? Keep going. Uh, she had a two-on-one date. Cut both of them. See you guys both later. Mm, bye. Which is pretty great. There was some drama with a guy named Chris, who was real whiny, sending up red flags all over the place. Mm. But he got to stay, and then Mo John went home. No! Yeah. Heartbreaking. It all rides on Colton like a camel. Yeah. So you, Katie, you have Colton left. God uh, damn it. Dop, you have Leo. Yes. And I have Colton and Problematic Garrett. Problematic Garrett. <sighs> and that what? is your Bachelorette update. doo doo Stop, you didn't play the ABC music. I was going to, but you did the doodle doo so it was so good, and you did it, you, you did you. it so strong. doodle doo Yeah. doodle doo Uh, great bachelorette update, Ashley. I've learned, uh, it's, I think I may have said this last week, but it is better to just not watch them and let me hear them through you. I enjoy it a lot more. It's been pretty excruciating You're trying really to get through it. it. Really cr- I called her last night because I had to ask her something about the SBs, and I was like, you awake? And she's like, yeah. Trying to watch some of The Bachelorette tonight, so I don't have to watch it all in one sitting tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you're really putting in the work. I try. Yeah. Dop was asleep. All right, Dop, do we have time for one more voicemail? We do. It's not a question voicemail, but I do think that you want to hear it. I oh, do less, think you want to hear this. Less for me to do. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Let's hear it. Hi, Katie. This is Will from Litchfield. Oh, and God. shout out Dop, especially because he didn't get enough love. But anyway... Oh. Eli, I noticed he called in, and he's going into middle school, which is funny because I'm leaving out if you need to buy a laptop. I would not recommend the Lenovo ThinkPad because oh, our school issued them, and they glitch a lot. But I would recommend the HP DeskJet, which is a good computer, so hope to help Eli out. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. What was his name, Doc? His Will. name Will. was Will. Thank you for calling. You know, people have long said that the sports pro- podcast brings middle schoolers together. Uh, but I don't want to disrespect Will because he's not a middle school. He's going into high school. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And he says that those other one, those things that Dop recommended. I love that he starts his message with shout out the most to Dop because he doesn't get enough love. Now, I'm calling to say Dop's suggestion sucks. Oh, the little <laughs> Lenovo is the one that I have. Uh, Dop's was the notebook, right? Yeah, I, yeah, mine yeah. was the, the Microsoft. Microsoft. I, I lost the twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shout. No shout out. Thanks, Will. I no mean, shout I out. I the best. But. Well, you know what? Kids in middle school didn't like me. So I'm not used to, I mean, I'm not, I'm okay with Will shouting out Dop. Dop gets all the love from young boys. That's it for our podcast. 
<laughs> okay. Just kidding. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't a question, but uh, it was an answer. Well, it was really, really sweet. Thank you so much, Will. That was really nice of you to call in. And so he said, "What now? The HP desk jet? The HP desk jet? He thinks it's a good like computer." A print- I was just gonna say. I'm pretty that. sure. That, do they even have printers anymore? Are we old? Like three D printers? Like, click your fingers, and the paper's there. What's a fax machine? Is this is this Wi-Fi gluten free? <laughs> I think it is a printer. Uh, it is. <laughs> you just recommend a printer? Is he trolling us? Oh man! I mean, I googled it, and it's a it's a printer. Is that what he said, desk jet, or did he see desktop? I don't know. I'd have to play the whole thing again. But Will, you're my dude. Oh, he Dobbs just trying to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, HP Pavilion. I don't know. Whatever. So I just Google what he said uh, on a computer that you don't have, uh, and you're doing it on your phone. <laughs> Do it on your phone. So uh, thank you to Will and Eli. I hope you listen to, to both of these because now you've got an answer. Um, is that it, you guys? Yeah. I think so. All right. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring the episode. Big thanks to you guys for listening, as always, now and when you listen to it again later, which you're contractually obligated to do. You missed it, but in the terms and conditions of wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, when you were like, I agree, and you didn't read any of it because you're lazy and it's a lot of small words, it's like you will listen to to sports, question mark, with Katie Nolan uh, twice every time. So if you don't, the cops are coming, and that's a decision up to you. So thank you for doing it. Uh, you can also leave us a nice review, obviously, wherever you're listening to this. Shout out to at Connor Shell, who bailed from Twitter because of you and all your love for us. So now you got to find another place to leave us uh, a review. We love them. They keep us going. They keep us motivated. Like uh, this one from Leo Loves Michelle, who wrote, Great pod. Just love your podcast. You three work great together. Listen to every Wednesday except the one you had on Thursday. <laughs> LOL. We do work great together until sometimes we don't work. And that's when we have to put the podcast up late. But I think it was fun. It's like a nice little surprise at the end of the week. When all fantasy everything goes up later, I'm like, oh, good. I didn't I didn't already listen to it too early. I can have it for my weekend. Yeah. You're not. You're mad at me today. It's optimistic. You keep looking at me like, what are you talking? You've given me the what are you talking about three times in this podcast. <laughs> oh, really? I know. I'm, it's making me feel like I thought I knew what I was talking about. And now I think I don't. Can we still be friends? Yeah, I guess. Wow, you're mad? No. <laughs> oh, no. What's so happening? serious. I just I don't like okay, disappointing you. No, you didn't disappoint me. I don't like disappointing you. you never oh, my gosh. You. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, so we much. all love all right, each right, other. Right, okay, right. yeah, yeah. Well, that's not what we said. And lastly, don't forget, you can always, Ashley, leave a voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, couldn't even start so it. Bad. I couldn't even start it. <laughs> you can do that at 860-506-5571. Say uh, goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Doc. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Mean it. That's my vuvuzela. I had it earlier, but I don't have it anymore. You sound like a goose. <laughs> sound like Lil John. <laughs> okay. Lil John. Okay. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. 
Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/nolan to save on home security today. simplysafe.com/nolan